It's a five-game slate on a Thursday, and it's not quite as bad as most of these short slates have been as of late. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by the author of the soon-to-be bestseller, 20 Days Without a Dong, Mike McClure. Mike, I'm sorry that my Brian Dozier guaranteed not come through last night. I am sorry as well. Uh, it's, you know, look, it's coming. Uh, I do feel like once I get on the board, it's going to be a really good night. It's going to be a double dong, maybe even the triple dong. Um, so I'm going to continue to pick these high upside guys in those spots. Uh, I, I don't care about price at this point. Uh, it's going to happen, though. I hope it's tonight, but we will see. I hope it's tonight as well because your dong chasers pick is somebody I'm going to have a lot in my, a lot of my lineups. Top stacks of the night. We've got three offenses implied at five runs or higher. The Boston Red Sox, 5.4 runs against Matt Boyd. I think you all know my very poor history of betting against Matt Boyd so far this season. Vegas betting against him again. The Blue Jays, 5.3. The Astros, 5.1. Who's your favorite stack, Mike? I'm going to go with the Houston Astros. Uh, I think that they're affordable on this slate. I love them on the road. Uh, you know, again, always want that guaranteed ninth inning plate appearance for that, uh, you know, my stack. Uh, that's really big in terms of expected value. Uh, it's, look, it's 95 degrees in Texas today. Um, clearly the best hitting environment in my opinion. I mean, you could argue Boston might be, but at only 68 degrees in Boston, I'm going to lean towards Texas as the top hitting environment so houston astros number one and my contrarian stack a team we seem to talk about every day the oakland athletics going up against jason hamill at home love getting dustin fowler in the lineup especially on FanDuel, where he's still just 2500 and i expect he's going to lead off with matt joyce out matt olson obviously always a good dong chasers pick and someone's dong chasers pick today jed lowry chris davis i think those athletics may be a little bit under owned I couldn't agree with you more. The athletics are certainly going to be underowned, uh, you know, especially because you do have the Blue Jays who still have a pretty good matchup there as well. Um, I, I like the athletics. I will be sprinkling them in, uh, where I can to kind of fill out the, uh, the rest of my lineups where I'm stacking some of those other offenses. And we've got a special Cole Hamels edition of BVP with five games. Not a lot of BVP, but plenty on the Astros. George Springer, four for 16 with three dongs off Hamels. Evan Gaddis, a 989 OPS with three dongs off of Hamels. That's the good. The bad, Yuli Gurriel, one for 11. Carlos Correa, two for 21. Alex Bregman, two for 12. Are you getting scared of these Astros yet, Mike? I mean, uh, honestly, the two for 21 with Carlos Correa is really strange. That, uh, that, that's getting to the point where I, I kind of scratch my head a little bit because Carlos Correa is honestly he's an elite hitter and that's uh, a pretty big sample size now well that's not the only thing that's strange about this matchup I mean Cole Hamels is a little bit of a strange pitcher in that he was an ace and then kind of fell off the map he's bounced back this year with a new pitch I still don't totally believe in his resurgence but he has already faced the Astros three times this year once at home on opening day, gave up three runs over five and two-thirds innings, but struck out seven. Saw them again in April, six innings, seven strikeouts, just two runs allowed. And then most recently in May, six shutout innings at Houston. Cole Hamels has, to this point, pitched very well against the Astros. He really has. And, uh, I, you know, look, maybe, maybe I should buy into that. I don't buy into it yet. 
Um, clearly, Vegas in the betting market really doesn't either with the Astros implied over five runs. Uh, and Hamels is such a large underdog at home. Uh, but yeah, he has pitched well this season. I don't think it continues. Uh, you know, look, it, when they get to facing him for the fourth time this season, I think the Astros should definitely be coming around and hitting him pretty well, especially in this environment. The one thing I will say is a lot of times when a pitcher starts to have success with a new pitch and they're just dominating with this new pitch, I'm a little bit skeptical that once everyone in the league has seen this pitch a couple of times, it's not quite as effective. Maybe that's what will happen with the Astros tonight. I do think that may at least hold their ownership down just a little bit. There will be people to be scared of Hamels. Let's talk dong chasers. No one dong last night. I'm still in the lead at 18-19. Chris at 16-71. Adam, 10-49. Mike is at 900. I'm taking J.D. Martinez against the lefty again. I will never give up on Matt Boyd eventually blowing up. Yeah, I mean, look, it makes a ton of sense. If I had the number one pick, I would have absolutely taken J.D. Martinez. I think he's the closest thing to a must-play that you're going to get in DFS baseball on this kind of a slate with only five games. Uh, easily the number one projected hitter overall, someone you got to have. So I love that pick. Matt Olson is Chris's pick at 4,600 against Hamill. I like that a lot. Azer going with Manny Machado against a bad lefty. And, Mike, you're going to take George Springer, a Springer dinger tonight. Springer dinger tonight. Look, it's as simple as I'm going to have him in every lineup. I really liked J.D. Martinez and Manny Machado both. Uh, but Springer, you know, I'm going to maximize the number of plate appearances I have, trying to maximize my expected value there with him being on the road and leading off. Uh, so I, I like George Springer to go to Dongtown tonight. Okay, so we've talked enough about one side of the pitching matchup in this Houston Rangers game. Garrett Cole is the other side, and he has $14,000 on DraftKings. I know because we are starting our lineup out with Springer and Martinez, the Dong Chasers picks, that we're not going to be able to play Garrett Cole. Are you going to play any Garrett Cole at 14000 though? I am not going to play any Garrett Cole tonight at 14000 It's The price point is simply too high, and really at 11-8 on FanDuel, I don't have a lot of interest either. Uh, sure, the implied win probability is pretty decent, uh, but it is still a tough place to pitch. It's the worst pitching environment on the slate, in my opinion, and I, I just can't get there tonight at that, at that price point in this matchup. Um, I, I think that there are a lot better options, and I'd really want to prioritize the hitting. We are going to try to do something real quick, though, because it's a five-game slate. It's going to be a little bit of a short, slow show. So before we get to the rest of the starting pitchers and the two starting pitchers that Mike will be using exclusively tonight, he is expensive on FanDuel at 11.8. That's that's an exorbitant price. I think you can make it work, though, because of the great values on FanDuel tonight. You've got Curtis Granderson leading off against Hess for 2500 Trey Mancini against a lefty, 2,600. Danny Valencia, 2,600 against a lefty. Dustin Fowler, 2,400 leading off against Jason Hamill. Evan Gaddis, 2,400 in that matchup with Hamels. I think we can real quick put together a FanDuel lineup with Garrett Cole, J.D. Martinez, and George Springer, and you won't hate it. No, I, I do agree with you there. You can definitely do that, uh, on FanDuel. If you look, if I'm playing Garrett Cole, it would be on FanDuel. I, most likely I'm not, but I, I do think that you can build very competitive lineups with Garrett Cole on FanDuel. So here's what I've built so far. I've got Cole at pitcher, Gaddis at catcher, Valencia at third, J.D. Martinez, George Springer, Curtis Granderson, Dustin Fowler. 
We have 2,200 left for our second baseman and our shortstop. I think there's a couple of different ways that you can go there, but the most likely starting point is getting Devin Travis at the bare minimum 2,000 against David Hess in your lineup, right? Yeah, it's going to be Devin Travis for sure. I think it's the best way to do it. I mean, look, if Ryan Goins is in the lineup for the Royals, you could maybe go that route if you, for some reason, didn't like Travis. Uh, but I, I think Travis is probably the way to go here. And then I think you just kind of build a bottom of the Blue Jays lineup stack. You've got Granderson there at, in the one spot. I guess Travis is going to be eighth or ninth, and right next to him is going to be a Ledmus Diaz at 2,200. So you've got that upside of if the Blue Jays lineup blows up, you've got a part of that. In fact, kind of a chunk of it, just a different chunk than most people will have. You've got the Valencia side of that Baltimore game. You've got Evan Gaddis, and you get Springer, Martinez, and Garrett Cole all in the same lineup. No, honestly, from a game theory perspective, that makes a ton of sense. Uh, it's a really well-constructed lineup uh, getting, because you will have 8, 9, and 1 from the Blue Jays there. Um, so, yeah, I do love it from a game theory perspective. Thank you for telling me that's a very nice lineup, Mike. I really appreciate that. Made me feel good about myself. Now, tell everyone else who the two starting pitchers are that you're going to play exclusively tonight. Well, starting pitcher number one, and I, I don't know that I believe he's number one. I'm just going to say his name first because I like to <laughs> hear you gasp a little. But we're going to talk about Mike Leake again. Mike Leake has really, really been pretty great recently. Uh, 24.2 in his most recent game on DraftKings. 21.6 the game before that. Uh, you know, that was against the Rays and the Twins. He gets the Rays tonight on the road in Tampa. Uh, just a phenomenal pitching environment for Mike Leake. At 7,500, uh, he's going to be pitcher number one. And number two for me is going to be Jalen Beeks making his debut for the Boston Red Sox. And at 5,700 on DraftKings, I think he's you know a near must-play. He's certainly going to be your must-play for you if you're going to try to pay up for Garrett Cole. Uh, and then over there on FanDuel at 6,000, I think he's a near must-play in cash games if you want to get exposure to Houston and some of the other guys that we like. Uh, so those are the two pitchers I'm going to be using, and I don't plan to use any other pitchers on this slate. That is off-the-rocker crazy. It sounds off-the-rocker crazy to say that Beeks and Leak are going to be your only two starting pitchers. I kind of like it, though, because there are so many expensive hitters on this slate. And Mike Leak was actually, when I sent in my contrarian plays today on Sportsline, he was the starting pitcher that I chose. I think he should be very good against Tampa Bay. No one's going to be truly contrarian with this few games, but I don't think he'll, his ownership will be hot, as high as it should be. So we'll start out with Beeks, Martinez, and Springer on FanDuel. Beeks, Leak, Martinez, and Springer. And then you told me before the show there's one other guy that you consider a must-play on this slate. Yeah, the other guy's going to be Manny Machado. Uh, I Look, I, I like him a lot. You know, If you want to pivot away from him to Carlos Correa, I do think the upside is there. The BVP, I will say, is a little concerning, and Correa does have a little bit of uh, injury concern, I believe, as well. Uh, but the gap between Manny Machado and the rest of the field in this specific matchup is pretty large. Uh, so I'm going to be prioritizing paying for Manny Machado tonight, in addition to J.D. Martinez and George Springer. I know you love Evan Gaddis at catcher, and he's going to be our DraftKings catcher. Do you love him enough to where you're going to play him at that catcher first base slot on FanDuel? I think it's really close. It kind of depends on if we have enough salary. So there's three guys that I want to play in that spot. And that's going to be one, Evan Gaddis, two, Matt Olson, and three, Justin Smoke. 
Uh, I like all three of those guys. I can easily justify any of them. Um, Olsen is the guy I kind of really, really like. I just don't know that I love playing him in that environment when there's such strong hitting environments out there tonight. Uh, but those are the three guys. Um, it really is going to depend on price as to whether or not I get Evan Gaddis in there on FanDuel. But he's certainly in the top three options for me. Yeah, I had Smoke, Mancini, and Olsen as my top first baseman options. Mancini, obviously, you can, is in the outfield on FanDuel, and you can play him in either spot on DraftKings. But I, I think... I think on FanDuel, starting off with Machado, Martinez, and Springer, we're definitely going to need some value plays. And I think we'll end up playing Gaddis at that catcher first base slot, but we'll just see how that goes. At second base, obviously Altuve. I think D. Gordon is a good in a good spot. And then you on Harris Solarte. Yeah, Altuve number one for sure. I do like um Solarte. The other guy that I think, you know, if you want to get a little more contrarian, I think Probably won't be highly owned. Uh, Jonathan Scope. I, I like the Orioles here. I really like them a lot of times against left-handed pitching, even though they continue to disappoint me. Uh, I do like him here, though. He should be hitting cleanup in this lineup. And I, I think that out of all the guys in this group, he's going to be the lowest owned that has the most upside. I have him projected second in terms of raw fantasy point projection, right behind Jose Altuve for what that's worth. So we're just going to turn this into a complete Astro stack, aren't we? Alex Bregman at third, I assume? Uh, yeah, Bregman at third is definitely the way that I will be leaning. Um, I Again, the Astros are far and away number one stack in my model tonight. Um, I do like Solarte, who is third base eligible on FanDuel, if you need to save a little bit of money there. Um, I think Matt Chapman is an interesting kind of, I won't say a punt play because he's not necessarily priced like that. Uh, but I don't see many people playing Matt Chapman, and I think that he does have upside against Jason Hamill. So let's let's assume we start off with Leak and Beeks at starting pitcher, Gaddis at catcher, Olson, Altuve, Bregman, Machado, Springer, Martinez. That leaves us 3,600 on DraftKings. I know my favorite outfielder today under 3,600 is Trey Mancini. Is that your favorite as well? That is definitely my favorite as well at this point in the day. I, I don't see going away from Trey Mancini uh, especially assuming that he continues to uh, lead off there. So let's move over to FanDuel. And I think the one guy that you definitely play, I'm going to play every in every FanDuel lineup, but won't play near as much on DraftKings as Dustin Fowler. He's 2,400 today on FanDuel. On DraftKings, I believe he's 43. So just an enormous difference in price on the two sites. Yeah, I know you're getting elite value with Dustin Fowler. Um, you know, you kind of do have four must plays with Springer, Martinez, Machado, and then Fowler when it comes to FanDuel. Uh, I cannot imagine building a lineup without him unless you just have an unbelievable amount of salary remaining. So the FanDuel lineup I put together here, Beeks, Gaddis, Altuve, Bregman, Machado, Martinez, Springer, and Fowler leaves us 2300 for a utility. Who's your favorite value in that price range on, over on FanDuel? So on FanDuel at 2300 it's probably, I mean, ultimately it's going to end up depending on what the team lineups look like there. Uh, but right now, if he's in the lineup, I like Kendris Morales quite a bit. I think he's got some good upside there, good way to get exposure to Toronto. Um, so if he's in the lineup, that's going to definitely be my number one choice. Yeah, I had a lot of FanDuel values at the top of the show, but they were all 2400 or more. So I do think Morales at 2300 is most likely the play. If you if you aren't playing Mike Leak, I could see a situation where you play Malik Smith 
and hope that he's in the leadoff spot and at just 2,200. He has quite a bit of upside there. But for now, the FanDuel show lineup is Beeks, Gaddis, Altuve, Bregman, Machado, Martinez, Springer, Fowler, and Morales. You hear Mike say on this show a lot, it's going to depend on where the lineups are. And it's that's completely and totally factual. And that's why you should get a sportsline.com subscription. You can get Mike's optimal lineup. You can get my contrarian lineup every day, Monday through Friday, about 30 minutes before lock. And you can get that subscription for just $1 for the first month by using the promo code DFSPODCAST. 